Hello there. Happy Tuesday. God bless you. I pray that you had an amazing Tuesday. Welcome to Enough is Enough, Become an Unapologetically You. I am your host, Co-Pastor Ram. Give me one moment because I want to make sure our connection is um, connected because it's giving me a message that um, some of the services are not working at this moment. So if you would just bear with me just for a second, listen to the instrumentals that's here in the background. God bless you. over there so let's try again give me one moment okay so all right so it did not post to my uh, personal page which is fine i'll just share it later let me see. Let me make sure it's posted everywhere else. So I do apologize for the delay. Sorry for the technical difficulties. a few people on in. My husband is charming. Hello, 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 hello. Whoever you may be, please go ahead and say hello. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me on today, on tonight. I bless God for you and I thank God for you. I am tagging people here on Facebook. Um, if you would like to tag people, please do so. You are free to do so. Tag somebody in, share with a friend. I want to tell you about the love of the Lord on tonight. His goodness, his mercy, his faithfulness. We serve a good God. Amen. So let me see. And, uh, some of these people, I'm just have to tag uh, later on because I have to keep on going on. 
So that's just where it's at. I have to keep on going on. Somebody come on in in a little bit. So let us pray. Father God, I thank you so much for your amazing grace and your faithfulness. I thank you for being an awesome God and awesome wonder. I thank you for being my Lord, my Savior. Father, I ask that I decrease and that you increase within me, oh Father. Remove all nerves, all fears, all doubts, or whatever the case may be. I ask that you remove them in the name of Jesus and that you will speak forth through me, oh Father, because I yield myself to you because this is not about me, but it's all about you and you receiving the glory, the honor, and the praise, oh Father. And so I touch. I ask that you would touch the hearts and the minds of those that will come in to hear what it is that the Spirit has to say through me. Father, I ask that you bless this broadcast, that you bless this live. Oh, Father, let it uh, be a fruitful to the body of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless those who will come back to hear even after the broadcast is over, that it will continue to touch the hearts and the minds of your people. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Put that up. Amen. So tonight's topic is let's talk about real love. Let's talk about real love. So real love um, essentially is the unwavering, unbreakable. It's unmeasurable. It's devoted towards another person. It is caring for someone other than yourself with no strings attached. No strings attached. You're not wanting in anything uh, in advance. You're not wanting anything for trade. It is just showing for real, genuine love. It's more than an emotional connection. It's more than a physical connection. It is love is, uh, is what we are, is who we are, is what we do, is how we speak. It's our very being. And love flows from the Father. Pure love flows from the Father down to the Son, down to the Holy Spirit upon us so that we're able to love somebody else. And I know it's Valentine's Day today. All over the world, people are celebrating Valentine's Day. But love, real love, is celebrated every day. Not just today. It's celebrated every day. Every day. So I encourage you to celebrate love every day. Not just today. And even show love to those people who don't like you who just may be put up with you, who may be seeking your demise. The Bible tells us to love our enemies. So I pray that you love them as well. So let's talk about love. But let me say this real, real quick, because I've seen a whole bunch of posts that says, nobody's buying us any flowers today. Nobody's buying us any candy. And for me, I'm like, so what? If nobody else buys it for you, go out and buy it for yourself. Love on yourself on tonight. Listen, get you some popcorn, put on a movie, you know, get your blanket cover up and do you. 
be be by yourself. Love yourself. A lot of times we're looking for love and we end up looking for love in all the wrong places. Listen, I've been there. I've done it. And I told somebody to say, listen, you're going to be looking for love on tonight. It's going to be some people that's going to regret this day. They're going to regret tonight because they just wanted a date on Valentine's Day because they didn't want to be by themselves. You don't want to be that person. I've been there. I've done that. You don't want to be that person. You want somebody that's going to love you for real. Not just going to show up on Valentine's Day trying to get the cookies, okay? <laughs> just being for real. You don't, want, you don't want that type of love. That's fake love. You want real love. Somebody that's going to stick by you through thick and thin. They're going to love every bit of you. Every flaw they're going to love. Guess what? Because we all have flaws. Ain't none of us perfect. And so I want to tell you about the seven types of love before we get down to the love that um, I really want to talk about on today. So in the Greek philosophy, there are seven types of love. One is called um, eros, which is a romantic, passionate type of love. And this love is for the body. Yes, married couples, we love, we, we show love, we show the affection that, I mean, hey, that's how babies are born. Let's just be for real. That love is necessary. Then there's another love and it's called uh, philia. It's an affectionate love. It's a friendly love. Um, then you have uh, surrogate which is an unconditional familiar love um, towards the, your child or a child towards the parents. And this love is also goes into the love on how God loves us. But we're going to go down a little bit further. And so where you come up to um, Ludas, which is a playful, flirtatious love. And then you have uh, Paragama, which is a committed, long-lasting love. You see those people, they stay together, and you be like, how did they do it? After 25 years, after 70 years, how did they do it? They were committed to one another. And a lot of times in today's time, like we'd be ready to throw in the towel after a, a year, less than all six months, because we're, we're tired of a person. But you do you not really understand when you move into with a person, Y'all move in after you say I do, you really start learning the person. After that, that's when you really start learning uh, who the person is. I remember when me and my uh, husband, my my current husband, we start living together. I was like, oh, my God. Some things he would do, would I, I it would just irritate me. And then some things I would do would irritate him. I'm like, why do you do it that way? It's go over here. And he's like, no, I do it this way. And, but we had to be able to um, compromise with uh one another so so that uh he felt comfortable with what he was doing stuff and i felt comfortable the way i was doing stuff until where we were able to merge the two and so this love is commitment you gotta have commitment when it comes down to love um the sixth love is uh pilotia and it is a self-love self-love is good we all need a little self-love we all need to learn how to love ourselves I remember a time when I did not love myself and I was looking for people to love me the way I was loving them, but they couldn't really truly love me because I didn't really love myself. So I couldn't really comprehend that they were actually loving me for real. And I pray that makes sense to somebody because it makes sense to me. I could not comprehend that they really genuinely love me. I had a, I have had a lot of false love relationship that has been based on the loves that I've mentioned. But when we get down to the agape love, that love that is selfless, is universal, is the love language of God, our Father. And he showed his love in so many ways before 
the earth was even formed, he showed his love. He had his plan from the beginning of time. It just wasn't, oh, he created Adam and Eve and then he found, oh God, let me love these people. No, he had it with him at the very, very, very beginning. And so there is a song that I used to like when I was in the world and it was by Mary J. Blige. And she said, I'm searching for a real love. Uh, for someone to set my heart free. And then we used to sing those lyrics. I used to sing those lyrics and you just, you know, just vibe out, vibe out, you know. And then when I thought about it, I was like, why are we searching for a real love for somebody who sets our heart free when we already have that love from the Father through Jesus Christ? He sent his only begotten son so that we are able to be free. And I just, when I heard the song as I was getting this together, I was like, God, I didn't even realize it because a lot of times we're singing stuff, we're doing stuff and we're not realizing what we're singing. We're not realizing what we're doing. It can be uh, repetitious. It can be based on our emotions, on how we feel at that very moment. And some of these, those songs used to soothe you. And so you find yourself rocking to, you know, rocking to the jam or whatever. And then as she went on, she said she used to uh, make those songs or write these lyrics because she was going through different stages in her life. So she was looking for a real love because her heart um, had been broken so many times. And a lot of times we um, in the body of Christ and outside of the body of Christ, we're looking for a real love. And God is like, hey, I'm your real love. Look within me and I can show you how to love. I can show you how to be loved. I and that I am the real love. But a lot of times we want to overlook that because we want something in the physical and we want something right now. We want something in the now. And he's like, I'm, I'm still here, you know, but we want that thing where we can touch. We want it to be very tangible to where it's as real as this. And so sometimes we'll miss what God is doing. We'll miss his his love and his affectionate because we're wanting that that thing about what we were taught, what we were told or uh, taught how to love and what we see with our eyes and we'll miss what God is doing. And so let's talk about the agape love of the father. There's a song that I love that brings us off into it says, um, no one else can love me like you do. I can search throughout eternity, Lord, and I will find nobody, nobody like you nobody that will love me like you and when i got the realization that there is no greater love than the love of a father it warms my heart and sometimes when i think about the love of the father it almost it literally almost brings me into tears but i'm gonna try to hold them back it brings me to a place of just being very emotional because i remember when i was in the streets and i was living my not so best life and i was doing everything on my own and people had a standard to where they would accept me for the things that I would do. They would accept me if I would give them what they wanted or whatever, or if I would sleep with them, if I would roll with it, whatever they were saying. That was not the love that I needed or I wanted. So I found myself falling into a pattern of accepting a fake love versus accepting God's love and all of it in its total essence of what he was showing me or what he was trying to, to show me. I was not doing that. And once I got saved for real in 2014, 
God really began to show me his, 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 the love that I had been missing all along. It was right in my face, but I was not really looking for his love because I was looking for it in a man. I was looking for it in a woman to teach me um, how to be a better me or how to be a woman. I was trying to be something that I was not called to be. I was trying to be like everybody else versus being Lachelle. And so I was missing that genuine love. I was missing myself, but I thank God for his patience, his never ever changing hand, his unconditional love, his agape love that stuck with me, stayed by me and said, hey, I am here to stay. I don't care what you've done. I don't care the mistakes you've made. I don't care who like you. I don't even care if you like yourself. I'm going to love on you until we get it together. That's the kind of love you want. That's real love. That is real love. That's genuine. That's that's the purest love there is in this earth, in the heavens. Okay. And so that is the kind of love that we want in the body of Christ and outside of the body of Christ. We don't want to, we got to stop seeing things with um, our eyes and start filling them with our emotions. Um, and I don't want to get ahead of myself because love is not just an emotion. Emotion is those things, it's high and it's low. Emotion is, it is what it is. It's always there. It does not change. When people change, love does not change. It remains the same. When people walk away, if they're in Timbuktu, you still love them. If they, if you feel like they, they did you super, super dirty, you're still going to love them. You're still going to show the love of God for them. That is what love is. It don't change. It doesn't waver. And so that is what we're talking about today. Real love, real love and agape love. And so we see throughout um, the Bible, how God talks about his son and how the gospel presents Jesus as the model of unconditional love, of total love from God to us as his only begotten son. You, we see Jesus talking to so many people, healing so many people in so many different ways. And some of the stories we don't even know about, we see him going to court, being walked from hall to hall. We see him showing compassion in the garden of Gethsemane when um, Peter chopped off the man's ear because, hey, you about to take my Lord. We see him showing love to Judas, the one who betrayed him, the one who betrayed him. We see him showing love. We see him showing love. Even when they spat on him, they beat him, they mocked him, they nailed him to the cross and so forth and so on. They, he still showed love. And even as he died, he rose, he ascended, he still showed love. He still showed love. He didn't have to send us the Holy Spirit, but guess what? He did. He did all that for you and for me. That's an amazing love. That's the love I celebrate when I woke up this morning. Yes, I know it's Valentine's Day and I, I, I understand it's a man-made holiday. And yes, I get showered with gifts or whatever the case may be. But my first thing was like, oh my God, I woke up today and I have the love of the Father in my heart. A lot of people don't get to say that. A lot of people don't truly know the love of the Father. And so that's why it's so important for us to show the world the love of Christ, no matter any situation, no matter the circumstances that we face, it's so important for us to be level-headed and show hope, to show love to somebody else. And a lot of times we just get so caught up in ourselves to where 
we become selfish and it's, it's me, 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 me versus the kingdom of Christ. We can be so religious at times where I'm going to do it this way. This is how I want to do it. I don't care what anybody says. When God is calling us to do it his way and what he says us to do, what he tells us to do, we, we have to get back to being kingdom minded and get out of ourselves and let God do his perfect work in us and through us. Um, the love of God was at the very beginning. The Bible says he loves, we love because he first loved us. He is the one who teaches us how to love from a pure place, from a pure place. Again, I used to love from a place of lowliness, a place of fear, a place of doubt, because I didn't know who I was. I didn't know myself worth. I had been hurt many, many times. I was loving from a broken place. But when I was able um, to love and to love people even in the now where there's some people that don't really care for me. There's some people that don't like me. There's some people that's being really petty towards me, but I'm still able to the love of Christ. Why? Because the love of Christ is on, in the, on the inside of me. It's in my heart. Therefore, it's in my mind. It's in my thinking. I'm waking up every morning. How can I encourage somebody else? How can I love on somebody else? How can I tell somebody about Christ? So every time I make a post, it's not necessarily I'm going through something, but I want somebody else to be encouraged that God is still good no matter the situation, no matter your circumstance, that God is still good. He still sits on the throne and he is still for you. Even if your enemy is against you, God is still there. Because the Bible tells us he will never leave us, nor will he forsake us. So that's my main goal each and every day, to inspire somebody else, to love in spite of, to love somebody even if they've hurt you, even if they dogged you out to where you ain't got nothing. Love, love, love. I remember going through a divorce and I, I, I got so bitter, like with my ex-husband, I was so bitter. I was so heartbroken because I did not understand. I had given this man my all, my everything. And he literally gave me probably like 20% of him or less than. He devalued me. He did not respect me. He wanted what he wanted and that's what it was. To where he was willing to allow other people to come into our home. He was willing to have me in another person, no matter how it made me feel. Even if I said no, he would go out and he would talk to other people. And I just felt so distraught. Meanwhile, I'm trying to figure out how to make this work. How do I get him to love me the way I want him to love me? How do I get him to spend the time, the time with our children the way I want him to spend time with you know, with them and just so many other things. And God had to tell me, you cannot change man. You cannot change them. You can pray for them. You can pray for yourself. But when a person wants to change, they will change because God gives us that freedom, right? He gives us that liberty. You can pray and you can pray. But it comes to the point in time where a person has to make the decision to change. They have to make a decision to do right by you. We cannot force them to do it. And I was literally trying to force him to love me, not understanding that he he was living from a broken place too, you know? And so once, once I got the understanding of what agape love is and what love does and how we're supposed to love regardless of, it really had my mind change to where I'm like, okay, God, 
I don't want to be angry anymore. I don't want to be frustrated because it's killing me. It's draining my energy. You know, it's just, it, I, I can't do it anymore. And so once I let God heal all those broken places, uh, just different things where I've hurt myself, even it just had me have a different outlook for people. It had, had me have a different understanding for who people are and to see them in a different light. It allowed me to see myself in another person, because if you're hurting, just think about the next person that may be hurting. Like you want to be loved. You want to be respected, right? Well, if you're loving from a broken place and if you're being um, respectable towards yourself or to somebody else from a broken place, what do you think the next person is doing? And so that's why it's so important for us to heal in the body of Christ so that we're able to heal, help somebody else heal on this journey called life. Because life will get with you. Yes, it will. Life will get with you. It will tell you what you is and what you ain't. But it's up to you to know who you are in Christ so that you're able to stand flat-footed in authority, in boldness, liberated in freedom because God has granted you that access. And so when you're loving and freedom and you're loving from a free place, it's, I mean, I, it's, it's just so like, oh my God, it's just, it's just so amazing to love out of freedom. Even if people don't like you, even if they don't care from you, you're still able to love them from a pure place because the love flows down from the father down to us. And so I encourage anybody to ask God, teach me how to love like you love, because I don't want to love from uh, the human perspective. I want to love from a God perspective. Oh, my God. I just love the Lord. I love, 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 love the Lord. Agape love involves faithfulness, commitment, and act of will. It is distinguished from any other type of love. It is a moral nature and a strong characteristic. Agape love is beautifully described in 1 Corinthians 13. And it tells us um, the way of love. And so I want to read 1 Corinthians 13, 8. Hello, Miss Ruth. God bless you. Uh, Corinthians 13, 8 says, Charity never faileth, but um, whether there is prophecy, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall all vanish. But charity, which is love, will never, ever fail. So the earth can fall away. The stars can fall out the sky. Love will always stand. It will always stand. He's speaking to me. Well, God bless you. I'll, listen, when I I feel my heart being like, I, oh my God, I wish I can explain it to you. I feel so, um, I just feel the love of God on me. Okay, I'll just explain it that way. And when his presence is here, it just makes me want to cry because we don't deserve the love of God. Let's just put it that way. We don't deserve God's love. We don't deserve it. There is nothing we can do to deserve God's love. We think we can buy into the kingdom of heaven. It is so not true. It is so not true. You cannot buy God's love because he gave it to us so free. So to be here and be able to explain agape love to each and every one of you, I'm honored. 
I am so honored for God to see me. I saw myself this small. People saw me like this. They saw me as nothing. But God, he sees us more than what we see ourselves. Sometimes we see ourselves as a lord in dirt or a piece of gum on the bottom of somebody's shoe. But God is saying, no, that's not who you are. Why? Because I love you. I've called you to greater. I've called you higher. Can't you see that I love you? I want you to be what I've designed you to be. I want you to walk in the authority that I've given you so that way you can bring somebody else to me. Why? Because I love you. There is nothing you can do for the call of God that's upon your life. There is nothing you can do for the plan that he has for you, for the purpose that he has for you. There is nothing we can do. He get, he gave it to us out of the goodness of his heart. Out of the goodness of his heart. We cannot ever, we cannot never ever do anything to, to, to gain it. It just is. I remember being a 13-year-old child. I'm like, where did this God just come from? You know, the people are talking about that my grandmother dragged me to church for that I hear about in Bible study. He just was. And that's the same way his love is just is. He loves us so, 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 so much. And we get to take it with us every day, not just on Valentine's Day. Every day. We get so caught up in these holidays and we forget love is every day. It's not just today. It's not just for five minutes or a couple seconds either. It's every day. We want that. We want to be held in that that caressingness. No, that's not. That ain't the love that satisfied my soul. The love from God really satisfied me. It, it changes you. I'm telling you, once you got tell God, ask God, say God, I need you to give me that love, that agape love, that that love that changes my heart to your thinking, that love that flows from you to your son down through the Holy Spirit to my heart that permeates through me so I'm able to love somebody else. Give me that love because with that love comes joy. With that love comes peace. With that love comes understanding. That love causes wisdom. Oh my God, and so much other things that you cannot even imagine. Cause there's a lot of times I wanted to quit, throw up in the house. I want to tell some people off to a couple things. Can I just call it up? You're like, no, you got to show love. Love. Love conquers all. We hear a lot. Love conquers all. And it's the truth. It's, I'm telling you, it's the truth. It conquers all. And so, whew, pray to God give you that love. That love that flows through your heart and just permeates and sit right there. That even if you're by yourself, it's okay. Why? Because God is with you and he'll never, ever leave you alone. God love is displayed most clearly at the cross. God being rich in mercy because of his great love in which he loves us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By his grace and his mercy that we are saved, that we're able to be anew, that we're able to be affirmed in him through Jesus Christ. But it's so funny. It's so funny because God loves us freely with no strings attached. But when it comes down to our sisters and our brothers in Christ or those even outside of the body of Christ, we put on stipulations. Well, you know, you're not you don't sound like I want you to sound. You're not doing what I want you to do. You're not looking the way I want you to look. 
you have favor and I ain't got it, you know? Or we want to control a person, to do whatever it is we want them to do. That is not of God. And to be, uh, to put a, a whole stamp on it is pretty much witchcraft when you're controlling what somebody else is doing. You want to control their emotions. You want to control their feelings. You want to control what they think. You want to control what they say. That is not love. That is manipulation. And I don't want that love. I've been there. I have been there. And I told God, I don't ever want to go back under somebody else's thumb to where I trying to appease them. And I am dying. I pray to God that's not the love that you're showing somebody else because that is not real love. That's manipulation. So I, I pray to come on, get, get from under there. Let people be people and let God fix them. Let God change them in his timing because we'll try to change people in our timing and get them to do what we want and we make things worse. So I pray you don't, that's not you. Amen. Whew. Amen. And God hates manipulation. Yes, he does. One reason is because um, it ties, control ties into the choices, which I was just saying, ties into choices, decisions, our actions towards another person. And God wants everybody to love him freely. He intends for everyone, to, he intended for everybody to have free will, a choice for themselves. That's why he said, I want you to love me. Okay, I ain't going to pressure you. I'm not going to pump you. I just want you to love me from a free place, from a genuine place. And I, allow me to do the rest. Um, so when I first got saved, I'm like, I don't know how to trust you. Like, of course, I believe I love you. But I don't know how to trust you. None of that. Because I I was raised up in the projects. I've seen my mom go out get fast money, whatever the case may be. I've, I mean, I've seen my dad fall in love with drugs. I've seen the drug dealer standing on the corner. I've, I've seen the bullets flying and the hustle and so forth. And so I was that's what that was me. That was that what I was doing. I said, well, if I got to go over here and do this to get what I need, then that's what I'll do. But then it came to a point where I had my son and then I was with his dad. I'm not really understanding that relationship totally. And then I was going back to the club to where I'm like, OK, slow walking myself back into the hustling life. I was like, God, I don't know how to trust you. This is where it's at. This is where the paper at. This, this is what I know. He said, well, trust me, I got you. And so I began to trust God and look at where I'm at now because I prayed. Like, God, I need your help. And so a lot of times that's why prayer is so important. When we pray, God does hear us. And sometimes we feel like he doesn't hear us. God hears us when we pray. So I encourage you to please establish a relationship with the Lord because he do hear you. I don't care how low you feel. I don't care how messed up you feel. You feel like he, he ain't hearing you because you've done so many things. Um, you feel like he may not even understand you or he won't even take you back. That's a lot from hell. God loves you just the way you are. He loves you right now with everything you got going on, with all the ups and downs. I think I love Christ today. I don't love him right now. I want to go and serve him and I don't want to do it right now. He loves you even in spite of that because I was there. I'm like, okay, I'll go to church, go to club. Next day, be at church. Show us if time if time don't open, what's there? That, that, that was what I did. I just like popped up. I hear this how I hear the sermon and talk about you. Okay. Well, well, God, you know my heart. Okay, go on out. Keep on doing what I was doing. I'm just saying. Then I go out, go get get my boy toy, and we do what we do. Go back and make my money. With money, 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 money. I ain't even kid, I kid you not. 
If I could work the club from sunup to sundown, that's what I was doing. And I didn't understand my, my money was just being really blowed on because I did not understand the proper um, finance. <laughs> I didn't understand finances properly until I got with my husband because my credit score was horrible. It was like a 535. I had people using my credit score uh, for cable or for a phone or whatever, and they didn't care. I'm trying to appease the people and I'm hurting myself. Now I realize that, hey, you got children that's going to come behind you. You might want to take care of uh, that that stuff. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I, I didn't care about it. And so I would just go, go to the club. But then all of a sudden I found myself crying, sitting at the bar, crying. I'm like, God, I don't want to do this no more. Just, just wrestling with him wrestling with him i don't want to do this no more and so sometimes i'll pack my stuff up yes thank god for deliverance i'll pack my stuff up then i would be at home for a week probably then i'll go right back to a club to where one club said listen you can't come back no more because you keep you keep leaving and so we therefore we don't trust you like that so i couldn't go to that club so i was traveling i was at fort walton to go to a club because there was i couldn't go back over here and I had money. I need bills. I mean, I had bills due. And so I had to do what I had to do. And then I say, I, I need you. Don't trust me. Just give it to me and let me work it. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. But um, okay. But at, at the end, I end up totally trusting God. And he delivered me out of that to where I didn't have to do. I didn't have to go to the clubs. I didn't have to lay down to, to get money. I had to prostitute myself out. Uh, any of that so when i talk to you i do know what i'm talking about now, i ain't gonna talk to y'all i don't know nothing about now i'm just being honest it's, that ain't I, i'm not gonna do that but i thank god for his merit gracious and his constant love oh my husband's so sweet y'all he just texts me he said i love you every day and you're so beautiful lord bless his heart <laughs> but um I thank God for his gracious love. I thank him for his constant love. Because if it wasn't for a constant love from God, at least I, I don't know where I'd be at right now. I'm just being honest. I don't know where I would be. Because there's times I just I just wanted to say, you know what, forget it. I, I'm done with this life. And I'm being honest with you. I'm done with this. Maybe they'll love me better when I'm gone, when I'm dead or something. I'm tired of folks asking me for money. I'm tired of people only calling me when they need me. Um, I'm tired of people, they just they just use me until I ain't got nothing. But it may not say no, they don't want to deal with me no more. Now, how is that love? It's like, I'm, I'm loving you and you you throw me to the wolves. Like, I mean, like, come on. So I, I just got to, I get, got to a place, I was like, you know, God, come on, I just let me check out. Let me just check out. And he was like, no, there's work for, for you to do to do there's people that you need to speak to i need you to talk to some women that's going through the things you're going through my god are you serious are you talking about me it's like yes i'm talking to you and so i was just like okay if you say so because i'm just trying to go to church <laughs> i'm just trying to go to church i've just wanted to be that that girl sitting on the pew okay coming in with my bible Read my little scriptures. Y'all go ahead, preach the word, take some notes, go home. That's what I wanted to do. Before that, I didn't want to get saved at all. I was going to live my my uh my best life in the world. 
And once everything broke out, I was just like, Lord, just let me cut my head off. Let me sit outside the gate up there. It's like he and when he when he opened my eyes up, when he had me dream a dream, when meteorites was falling out the sky, I was like, Lord, I don't want to be here. I don't want to go through that. Oh, no, sir. Let me go and get together because God will get you together real quick. I was like, nope, that ain't for me. I'll, I'll pass. So, Father, teach me how to trust you and teach me how to love you from a sincere place, from a sincere place, not just from a place of I need you right now, not from a place of necessity, because a lot of times we'll call on God when we need him or when we want something from him, but we're not going to him just to sit at his feet and to surrender ourselves. We're not going to him say, Bob, you know, just to, to show adoration, you know, to say, I love you. I thank you. I adore you. I appreciate you. That's a, a lot of times we don't even go to God to do stuff like that. We're going to him just to ask, give me, give me, give me, give me. And we don't want to give him anything. And so that's not, that's not real love from on our part. But God wants us to love him totally. He wants us to love him uh, sincerely and allow him to do the rest. Allow him to do the rest. Whew, Jesus. Hey, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Sister Parquita. You can almost definitely come back and check it out um, afterwards. Um, but God bless you. Thank you for so much for dropping in. I pray that you've been encouraged and that that the love of God always rests within the Bible in your heart, in your mind, just he covers you, just just covers you all up and just kiss you, kiss you, kiss you, kiss you all over. Bless you. Um, the purest love is a selfless love. Agape love is a form of love that values each person regardless of the individual's characteristics or behavior. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter what they say. They lo You love in spite of. God, help me to love in spite of. We are to love others with agape love, whether they are a follow uh, followers of Christ or they are in the world. The Bible tells us, again, to love our enemies, to love our enemies. This, even if they use us, if they talk about us, however, love our enemies. Love them, love them, love them. Love them, love them, love them. It's not a seasonal love like we're celebrate, celebrating love on today. I mean, if we can go back and get the tradition and how all this stuff came about, some of the stuff will literally like uh, shock you. It will shock you. And you'd be like, like oh, you celebrating that? Yeah, it will literally shock you. That's why you have to know love is an, um, it's not seasonal. It's every day. But it is 364 days, 62 days out the year. Every second, every minute, love. That's love. That's what a love is. Love is a common connector of our humanistic um, selves unto God. That is how he um, speaks to us. He speaks to us through love, through love, okay? Um, Galatians 4, 4, 4 through 7 says, But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son and made of a woman, made under the law and because ye are son god has sent forth the spirit of his son unto your hearts crying abba father wherefore thou art no more a servant but a son and if a son then an heir to the kingdom amen through christ you are a son you are a daughter through christ through christ christ did that for us 
Isn't that exciting? Christ did that for us. Then the Bible goes on and tells us in uh, 1 Corinthians 13, read the whole chapter when you get time. It said, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not um, insist on its own way. Amen. It don't insist on its own way. We're going to do this thing together. We're on this journey together and we're going to love what? together it is not um irritable or resentful it does not rejoice at wrongdoing my god help us today but rejoice with the truth oh jesus help us i just love god for real though i love god and I, I pray that you've been blessed so far i suggest that we as believers of christ love people from a god place not from a self place not from a self place because we'll mess it up sometimes. We'll judge people when we know we ain't got it all together ourselves. But when we love from a God place, we begin to understand people a little bit better. Yes, we're called to righteously judge. But if you're going through something and that person is going through probably something similar as you, who are you to judge them for that? Like, come on. If God brought you out, pray for that brother, that sister, to help bring them out as well. And better yet, go talk to them. You got to talk to everybody else about something that you know. Go talk to your sister and your brother. Say, hey, bro, I, I, I see you going through. You know, I've been there. I've done that. Let's let's talk. Maybe I can help you out. And let me pray for you. You know what I'm saying? Offer some encouragement. Offer some, offer some the love of God towards that person. Not, oh, my God, can you, did you see sister so-and-so? Or did you? No, let's not do that. I'm not, let's not bring that from over 2022. Let's, in 23, let's do better. 2023, let's do, let's do better. Let's do way better than what we've been doing. Come on. Let's do better. Come on. We got we got to do better over here. Time The time is so far spent. Christ is soon to return. We got to stop with the dumb stuff. We got to stop with the foolish, the foolishness. And we got to get it together. We need to get it together because God is a good God. He is a, uh, a faithful God. And I pray that we're able to get it together because we, we need to get together. Uh, I just... We need to get together. The Lord is soon to return. And you don't want to be left here. You don't want to be left down here loving folks from an, a non-sincere place. Loving people out of what they can do for you or what you can get out of somebody. You don't want to love people from a place like that. You want to love from a genuine, a genuine place. And so I pray to God today that you ask God for his agape love to show forth through your heart, to shine towards somebody else. Man, it said, I, I've searched all over in wrong places and never truly found what I was looking for until I met Jesus. He taught me how to love myself, which enabled me to love people, which enabled me to love everybody else that was around me, which enabled me to love myself. Not just for myself, but for those who he called me to. Even if I know them or not, I'm still lifting somebody up in prayer, even if they're in Cambodia. Why? Because I love just like that. Just like that. And so I'm, I'm asking God to, for us to love how he loves and to see things the way he see it. Not just the way uh, we want to see it. In our finite mind or the way we want to uh, 
get the understanding of different things of people. But I want to love from a God's perspective. So, oh my God, I just love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Father. I love you, Jesus. God is good, y'all. God is, he is truly a good friend, a good father, a good confidant. He is my coach, my mentor, the lover of my soul. I thank God for being my God. I thank him for being my father, for being my friend. And there's joy in serving the Lord. No matter what you're, you're going through, no matter what you're feeling, there is peace in God. There is peace in God. His love is genuine. I don't, no matter who hurt you, no matter who um, sees you, God is love and he sees you for who you are. So don't um, down yourself for anybody. Don't beat yourself up for nobody. Don't change so just so somebody will like you. Love all of you. Love all of who you are, your flaws and all. And those things that you cannot change, allow God to change them. Allow him to make and mold you into the person that he has called you to be. That is what we need to be focused on. How to love like God loved. And to, let, and to let him show us his love from his perspective. Not our perspective. Because a lot of times we'll get it. We'll have it tainted up because we've been hurt so many times. Our father. Father may not have been there for us. Our mother may have not been there for us. Our sister, or our brother, or a friend. But when we let God be God in our lives, man, that's the best thing that could ever happen. And everything else wouldn't even matter. Nothing else would wouldn't even matter. Hello, ladies. God bless you. I'm just about done. Real love is steadfast. It's promise. It um, it repeats itself endlessly. Yeah, this is where I want to be at. Love is not an emotion. It is not um, just you turn it on and you turn it back off. Love is your very existence. Why is love? Why love is not an emotion? Because love does not increase or decrease in your response of your environment. It does not change when people change. It does not change with the wind. Hey, <laughs> man. You say you hear Phyllis. Oh, my God. Look at God. It does not change with the wind. Amen. She said, I just, I just saw it. I've been in my feelings all day and all day, too. So I'm having to be have to rewatch this. Yes, please do. Make sure you like, tag, share, invite a friend. Um, but yes, it does. It don't change. Love never changes. No matter how how you look at it, love is love. It don't change it. It don't change. I mean, people may switch up, but love don't. It's it's constant. Like how do you like? Okay, let's say from a mother's perspective, when you first get the news that you're gonna be pregnant, sometimes we we freak out. 
we freak out like, oh my God, oh my God, like what we're going to do. I don't know how to be a mom. But when you hold your baby, and I'm not talking about every, every woman, but majority of us, when I first feel that kick, when I, that heartbeat, when I see that, that scream, you're like, oh my God, that is inside of me. Like how in the world I automatically love my child automatically god automatically loves us so when we see our children sometimes they be like they can do no wrong somebody can tell you your kid did something like nope that's not my child nope they didn't do that i didn't see it you can't tell me you can't make me believe otherwise and so some, sometimes we'll miss over stuff because we're looking through our, our eyes and like nope 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 hello change for our children Yes, the most, let me put it on the screen. The most pure unconditional love I, I've ever experienced that is, I can say, is about my children. Yes, yes. Before I got in God for real, for real, my son was my love. My son was my love. Um, I, I talk about it in my book. I wanted my, the, my husband, like my ex-husband, I wanted him to love me for real, you know what I mean? But he didn't do it. And so when I end up pregnant with my son, that was my love. That was when I truly felt the love from another human being, like for myself. Like I know my mom loved me, my dad loved me, but at the time I was looking at them like, okay, whatever. You know, cause they did some things too. So I despised them. I. I rejected them. I was angry with them. I was frustrated with them. But when I had my son, I was like, oh my God, this is what love feels like. In my eye, in my son's eye, I can't do no wrong. In my son's eye, I'm the prettiest woman alive. You can't tell him nothing about his mama. He gonna rock with me forever, you know? When uh, another person comes into the picture, he went sideways like, Joker, who are you? Before my now husband came, he was looking at him, sizing him up. Like, uh-uh, listen, my mom's been hurt before. Uh, my dad hurt her, then this other guy hurt her. Who were, hold, hold on, what, what's your intention? And he was six, and he was sizing the people. I'm like, dude, you can't be anybody. But that, that was my son, you know? And he's still like that. He's still looking, hey, mom, you all right? Like, me and my husband can have, I, I love spats. And he come in, mom, you all right? I'm like, boy, we good. That hey, it's a part of marriage. We're gonna have our disagreements. It is is that's what it is, you know. It's okay. He's, but he he coming, he checking, he's like, yo, mom. I, I heard what dad said, you know. I'm like, it's okay. I said, it, it happened. We we say some things that we don't mean at times, but you have to learn to hold your tongue. And so my husband, he's he learned, okay, I can't say that because before you poor girl, we I mean we uh, y'all we will be having some whew, like some little spats but now we, we learned each other i said i can't say that i can't do that and it's the same with me i i'm not gonna because i told him i was like listen i'm not gonna argue with you i don't like to argue i'm not i just can't do it listen you argue by yourself i said i've been down there i've been down that road i am not gonna argue with you you want to argue go ahead Maybe you, why you ain't gonna say that? Uh uh, let me calm down because if I say something right now, you're gonna say something, I'm gonna say something, you're gonna say something else, and it's gonna be a whole nother thing. So, where my, my mom did it, she they would argue, right? 
and then she would go get the gun. <laughs> so I'm like, I've seen it in my household. And I'm like, listen, I don't want to do all that. If we can't talk like mature adults, let us both go for a walk. Then we come back and then we talk. But other than that, all that barking at each other, nope, baby, I'm doing that. Mm-mm. And I told my kids, we're not doing that. We're not animals. We're people. And we should respect one another. I don't care if you agree with me or not. You should be able to respect one another. Do we say a dog deserve, uh, deserve respect? So does the other person. Respect the people that you come in contact with. There's going to be some people that you're going to be like, Lord, why did you create them? You know, the same reason I created you. You still got to respect them. You still got to love them. Period. That's just what it is. Period. Um, but yeah. When an emotion is healthy, it arises when it's needed. It shifts and it changes in response to its environment. And it recedes willingly once it has addressed an issue. When love is healthy, it needs to do none of those things. You don't have to do none of those things. Love is just there. So sometimes we love from an emotional place versus a sincere place. So we're in love with our emotions. Like, I love you all my emotions. Like, we see all those movies all the time. You know, they, they falling in love. Like, oh, does love really like that? We, we hear Cinderella, the princess and the frog. I'm like, but no, I ain't seen none of that in real life. We even know where the prince come from. That I mean, we get sold on those fairy tales as a kid. And I'm looking like The Little Mermaid was one of my favorite movies. Like, okay, we coming out to see now. And it's like, that's not what love is. That's in Lululand, a la la land. And so, and like my husband, he said, "Bunyankos, those cartoons, that's fake. That is, that's not how love goes. That's not how that's not how it works. That is not how it works. It is love is love. You can hurt me. You can talk about me. I still love you. And I said that number times on this on this podcast. I don't care what you do to me. I'ma still love you. Why? Because when I get to heaven, I don't need no baggage. I don't need nothing weighing me down. I don't need the guys talking. About, Why do you love your sister, your brother?" Well, listen, Lord, you see what happened was, you know, no, 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 because the Bible tells us, how can you say you love me when you don't love your sister and your brother? You is a liar. So I choose to love like God loves. I say, fine, Lord, I, I'm going to love him. I need your help, though. But I'm going to love him. And I'm going to love him from a God place, not from a Lachelle place. Because Lachelle, baby. Amen. Yet love is love is I, I want to be real when I love people. I don't be just just a facade or just saying that I love you in words. I have people uh a number of times to say I love you. I'm like, okay. And they'll be asking me, like, do you not love me? And I I tell them, like, literally, I like, I don't know. And they look at me kind of funny, and I'm like, Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. I have to really check myself to make sure I love you. And that was when I was coming back to the body of Christ because I had been hurt so many times and so they and I had somebody say, I love you. And I was like, okay. And I said, I think I love you too. And it was like, what? Because they've never heard that before. I'm like, I think I love you. They're like, are you serious right now? I'm like, listen, let me try to get it together because I've been hurt many times. My trust has been broken uh, many of times. I, I mean, I don't know how to do it. I don't know what you're asking me for. You just want some words? You want me to lie to you? So 
so okay I, I i love you but i i learned that i'm not gonna lie to anybody i'm gonna love you for real i'm gonna love you because god said so i'm gonna love you from a god place and I, I, that's that's why i love from so when he said i love you i have people on online like i love you sis and i'm like okay i love you too i don't even know you i don't even know you <laughs> but i i know you you're in the body of christ but I don't know you. And so therefore I say, okay, I love you too. Because God is love, right? And love draws, love draws people. So I was like, okay, I, I love it. I love, love, love it, love it, love it. It, it, it cheers my heart. It, it just warms my heart to love other people, whether I know them or not. The truth about love is love is consistent. It's consistent. It's consistent. I don't the Holy Spirit when um so when when God loves us when he when we all right let me get my work together Father God the Abba Father he gives us the love a loving heart to love people right and I always say God give me a heart to love people not as I love them, but as you love them. Because I know if I love them the way I love them, I'm gonna mess up. I, when I got with my uh, my husband now, I prayed. I said, Father, give me a husband that will love you more than he loves me. Because I know if he loves you more than he loves me, then he'll love me, he'll love me correctly, okay? Because I, I, I mean, we can ask for a man all day. Lord, give me a man, I want a man. He'll give you, you he'll give you, see you a man, you ask for a man. You didn't say what kind of man. So I said, God, give me the one that loves you. Period. Because if he loves you, everything else is going to fall in line. Look, it's going to fall in line. So give me that. So no matter how people treat you, no matter how they disregard you, no matter how they disrespect you, even if they don't believe you or they devalue you, you have to know who you are and love every bit of yourself. Not just that. Love people. Because a lot of them don't even know who they are. And sometimes they don't even know they hurt you. Even if they know they hurt you, you're still called to love. You're still called. People need love. Love connects people. God love keeps people together. Even when they fall apart. Even when they have disagreement. The love of God is what connects us. It is it, it what bonds us together. That's what, that's what I love it about our human nature. Is we need each other. A lot of times we say, I don't need her. I don't need him. We need each other in the body of Christ. And so I thank God for his love that connects each and every one of us. Whether we're in the body, whether we're outside the body, we can come together and we can show love to one another. Not just to one another, but we can show the love of God to those around us when we come together. Because we're all on different levels. We all have different things to bring to the table. We all have uh, knowledge on different things. Um, our intellects are different. You can create different things. I can create different things. But when we bring them together, man, that's just so awesome. That is so, so awesome. So, so awesome. Um, when a man and a woman or a woman loves God, it makes a difference in how they love you. It makes a difference how they love you and how you love yourself. Man, woman with God and lose a different type of, of love. It's a love that's rooted in kindness. It's uh, rooted in compassion, respect, and selflessness. 
I'm not just loving you because you got something that I, I need or something that I want. I love you because I love you, period. Nothing else. No ifs, ands, no buts about it. It's just what it is. Uh, when a man and a woman uh, prioritize their relationship with the father, it shines through us in a way that it will permeate the hearts and the minds of those people that are around us that may not even know Christ. Okay? When a man and woman loves God, they learn love for real. And it never changes. It never wavers. It never doubts. It never, never, ever, never sets... um you in a bubble or make you feel unimportant and never causes you to become stuck or stagnated but it causes you to be free it causes you to be free it cannot be limited by a, a geographic it cannot be limited by race or economy your enemy cannot even stop the love of god on the inside of you it can't erase time amen love is love and that's it real love lasts a lifetime no matter what it lasts forever in a day real love cannot be limited by our location real love is not stopped by the enemy or by the devil he cannot stop what god is doing he cannot stop what god designed they may the enemy may think they can but that's a lot from the pit of hell you cannot stop god love you cannot even outbeat god's love that's just what it is you can't do it you can try all day but you can't outbeat god's love so God cares for each and every one of you so, so, so much. And I just wanted to come on and share that with you. And I pray that you get to know the real love of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. I pray that you've been encouraged on today. And touch your hearts and touch your minds. And that you take the love of God wherever you go. That you show the love to people that you may not even know. Okay? And even those who have hurt you, love them, love them, love them, love them. Why? Because we all need love. We all need it. We all need it. And when you find yourself loving from a pure and a sincere place, you just be like, how in the world am I able to do that? How can I do that? God, 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 God. So I pray that you've been encouraged on today. And I will not leave this live without offering a price. So if you want to know the Lord uh, as your Savior, Jesus Christ, this is your moment. This is your time. This is your opportunity. And if not, if you have a question, this is the floor is open. I want to tag. Um, let me see. Yes, God. Nope, that's not it. I want to encourage you all. I have some new um, items up on my website. Let me see. I was trying to see if I could post the link, but I do not see it. Um, so that you're able to go and check out the stuff that's on the website. Because I do not ask for finances. That is not your girl style. I don't do that. Um, let me see if I can find it really quick. Nope, I don't see it. Let me go here. Uh, give me one moment. Okay, here we go. All right. 
So I want to thank you all for joining on today. And then I'll, I'll share this really quick. I do love stars. If you like subscribe by my get uh, be my guest. So I've created some new product. This is the way I support um, women that may be in need. This is the way I uh, support uh, the webinar that I have coming up. That link is in the bottom. So if you would like to be a part, go ahead and click uh, check it out. Click the link so where you are able to get sponsored. The if you want to pay for it, hey, go be my guest. It's seventy five dollars. But if you want to be sponsored, there's a sponsor link where I am looking for. Well, I was it's 25 women that I would like to be a part of the online women's webinar. It's an uh, empowerment week where I have four other speakers. Um, but so far, there's been seven women who have been sponsored. And I thank God for that. Seven women have been sponsored so far. And so I created some product that will help sponsor women as well. Um, so here is one. If you can see it. Um, it says, peace belongs to me. It is a hat. It's a cat. Then I have journals, victory in Jesus. I have shirts, not today, Satan. So I ordered a couple just for some samples. So I'm able to show you guys. I have thermals. I mean, just so much different stuff that I created so that you guys can go on and purchase some stuff that way i'm able to help another woman to come on and be a part of our online webinar and our girl let's chat um session that's it that's in september but the woman the webinar is may may the 22nd through the 27th and you're going to hear from coach tosh a prophetess loretta green prophetess alexa pant and uh elder Latanya Rose and myself, and then there'll be a promise. Her name is Tyndall. And I just encourage you all to hey, if you are a female, you know a female that needs some empowerment, that needs to understand her value, that needs to know her worth. Go ahead and sign up. Click the link. Click the link. Join. If you have not liked this video or like or like my podcast in general, please go go ahead and like it, tag it, share it. Follow me on the page so that way you're able to get the notifications when I am on. You can listen through the podcast, through um, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Apple Music. That's Apple Music. Um, Amazon Music. Those are some places where you can go to listen to this podcast. And I'm excited that God has, has me all over the place like that. Um, it's a blessing to be able to speak into the body of Christ. Um, if you're in the Pensacola area, I will be having my first celebration, my first podcast celebration here in Pensacola, Florida at the Fusion Grill, which is the Osceola Golf Course this weekend, February the 18th at 6 p.m. So if you would love to come, come on out and help your girl celebrate. It is free. You don't have to pay for anything. Now, if you get there, there's going to be some stuff like, unlike the things that I'm showing you right now, there's going to be some shirts and some other stuff there to help support ministry so if you want to do that come on out come on out i again i don't ask you to do nothing uh i'm not asking you to give me nothing for free now if you choose to be my guest paypal's down there cash app is down there um then if you're also if you're in pensacola can't tell me area me and my husband we have um spanish uh english spanish class english spanish classes let me get it out where he is teaching um english 
and I'm learning Spanish. So if you'd like to be a part of that, go right on over. It's tonight at 6.30. That's where I'm going to go. Um, at the Living Like Jesus Now Ministries at 500 West, not West, 529 North, Cantonment, Florida, 532533. Oh, my God. So if you want to be a part of that, you are more than welcome to come on over to learn some English or to learn some Spanish. Okay. Hey, I want to be bilingual. And so I'm going to go on over. God has set me in. And so I want to go ahead and go over there. Um, again, if there's nothing else, there's no more questions, no more concerns. I'm going to go ahead and pray us out. Father God, I thank you so much for your amazing grace and your faithfulness. I thank you for every person that who have come in to listen, to hear what it is that the word the Lord has to say. And when they go back to catch the replay, I pray that it will permeate their hearts, their minds, and their souls, oh Father. I pray that the love of God will rest, rule, and abide within them forever, forever, ever, ever. And it was changes not. Oh God, teach us how to love like you love. Teach us how to care like you care and to see people the way you see them. Let us become selfless. No more selfish in this season. Let us become selfless about our father's business. Father, I pray that you touch the hearts and the minds of your people as we continue to go throughout this night and keep us until we meet again. Let your blood cover us from the crown of our head to the very sole of our feet. And let us know that you are God and there is nothing we can do to attain your love and that you give your love freely unto us. We bless you. We thank you in Jesus name. I thank you again for joining I pray that you have an amazing evening and that you know that love is every day, every second, every minute, every hour is not just today. Have a blessed and amazing evening. God bless you.